Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh, let's get to football because training camps are here. There are people who, in my business, probably should have called it a day before they called it a day. Not, I, I can't think of anybody currently that I would, I would pick on, nor would be appropriate to do so. But the way it works in this business is like, hey, would you do me a favor and just tell me? And they'll say, well, tell me what? When it's time. Right? When it's time. 
do me a favor and tell me when it's time. Right? Because that's what a real friend does. A real friend will tell you, hey, man, you got a bug hanging. Hey, man, that outfit? No, 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 no. Hey, man, your breath? Kicking. Right? That's what real friends do. They are honest because they know, because you're supposed to know at the end of the day, they actually have your best interests at heart. And the hardest thing that a real friend can do is when you've had your lifelong passion, your life's work, whatever it is, they pull you aside and say, it's time. But, but I've heard other people in my industry say that to me. Hey, dude, if I ever get to where I'm just, I'm completely lost. I, I, I miss the conversations. I'm trying to use references that don't work. I somehow get lost in my words. I just, I don't have the energy. I don't have the connections. It, it's very reasonable at some point we all have a shelf life. An athlete's shelf life is different than a radio guy's shelf life, than a TV guy's shelf life, than uh, a salesman's shelf life. And as much as we try and be the cool, hip uncle as we get older, and some guys can pull off the cool, hip, like Brent Musburger has found a way to continually reinvent himself where no one's ever had to go up and tell Brent, like, hey, man, it's time. Right? Like Brent went from CBS then to ESPN, ABC, to now he does the gambling thing, which has kind of always been his little side thing that everyone suspected that he was into. And now that's what he does. And when he pops on, he'll come on with us once or twice a year. He's like Uncle Brent, and it still works. He's still sharp. It's just this is a job where if you do it all the time and with the travel, and especially when you do college sports and the names and everything changes, you just you can look like an old man before your time. And just tell me when it's time. Athletes, it's probably the hardest, right? It's just really hard with athletes. And I think Eli Manning has been told by enough people or not reaffirmed by enough people that he finally is starting to see the writings on the wall. Because when you're in it, I mean, it's sports is a lot like golf now. You know, you can be a bad golfer and play a bad round and then all of a sudden... You get to the 12th tee and you hit a drive down the middle and you hit a seven iron and you put it in and you convince yourself, you know, if I just work on some things, I'll be all right. And your buddy's just sitting there going like, eh, I don't know. But it, it, and in football, like remember, you're the commander of men. He's won two Super Bowls. He's been the king of New York. He's already put off a coup, right? That was a coup d'etat. That's what that was. And everybody was in on it. Everybody was like, yeah, he's done. It, it wasn't just their former coach. It wasn't just their former general manager. They ran up the flagpole to the former owner. And they were met with a backlash from former players and fans. And part of it was the guy who temporarily replaced him in Geno Smith. But he already put down a coup. I saw this article in Pro Football Talk. Eli Manning still sees the same writing on the wall regardless of the future of everyone else. However, he has said that he has more appreciation for the role he's played since 2004 now since he's not sure how long he'll remain in it. When you're younger, you'll assume you'll keep playing. 
Eli also said that the presence of Daniel Jones doesn't alter his approach to training camp or anything else. He described his job of the last 16 years as competing against the defense and trying to make our players, uh, trying to get our players to play their best and make plays. It, it, you know, Peyton wouldn't take the Monday night football job. And the story goes that Peyton didn't want to be critical of guys he played with, right? It seems to me there's a distinct possibility that Peyton didn't want to be critical of his brother. He didn't want to be critical of his brother. He doesn't want it. No one wants to be the guy to walk in and goes, um, hey, boss, yeah, it's, it's done. This thing's over, right? You know, I, I, I think it's a really hard thing to do. And sometimes prematurely we call it on air. But, you know, that's the hardest thing in life to do is to tell somebody else that they were great at something for a period of time and now is the time to, uh, to, to walk away or to, to not do anymore. Um, um, imagine, imagine if you're Wayne Huizinga. Do you guys remember Wayne Huizinga? And you guys, Wayne Heisinga. Wayne Heisinga used to be the uh, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Florida Panthers, and Florida Marlins. But Miami, he got his start with waste management. It's a true story. You know, waste managing those big um, trash trucks in Chicago. He started like with a trash truck, doing it himself, and then he hired out, and all of a sudden, he started waste management. He grew that business, and I think the next business, I believe was uh, after after garbage hauling, which was you know, like in 1962. Right? Wayne Huizinga went from, you know, buying, uh, using, you know, $5,000 $5, from his dad and selling him some, guy selling him some used trucks to acquiring Blockbuster Video in 1987. And in 1994, Blockbuster Video was the world's leading movie rental chain. And then he did the same thing uh, with, uh, with AutoNation. Right? So he did all these things. But imagine being Wayne Huizinga and somebody knocks at the door and says, uh, Hey, boss, have you ever heard of this thing called Netflix? And he's like, yeah, I heard of it. You know, they... It's like video where you send in some money a month and they send you a movie and then you put it back in the mail. Like, yeah. Have you ever heard of this thing called on demand? He's like, yeah. You know, you go into your mo- your your TV and you can click it over and watch occasionally a movie. Have you ever heard of TiVo? Yeah, I heard that thing. You know, you can record a movie. Well, listen, here's the way it's going. Hey, blockbuster video is dead. Now, you can get out now and sell it off or you can ride it off into the sunset to where there's nothing left. Like, that's a really hard thing for Wayne Huizinga, who was a billionaire, who, who, did, who did the exact same thing with waste management, blockbuster, auto nation, which is buying other people's stuff on the cheap and then growing it, growing it, growing it and eventually franchising them out and becoming a billionaire. That's a hard thing to tell a guy like, hey, that idea that you had that was great, that hit, that made us all filthy rich. That idea is not 
interesting anymore, and you got to find something new. You know, no one ever wants to tell grandpa that it's time to be in a home. Right? And who wants to be told that? Regardless of the fact that a lot of those places, like we think of the horror stories and the movies about them, but a lot of those places, like it gives you somebody your age to see and to hang out with. You know, you don't have to worry about like, you know, my, my, my mom's 74 years old. She got a puppy like six months ago. And our biggest concern is like that the dog who's a great little dog that's going to run under her, right? Then you fall down. Then it becomes a series like, yeah, you know what? I, and, and I fully understand that you have your home. You have your way of doing things. You have your newspaper and your coffee shop and your places you'd like to go. But instead of having to, you know, walk to your car, get into your car, go drive to a place where your friends are doing water aerobics, it's like all in one's like a country club. The good ones are like a country club where they all hang out and, you know, play pinochle together. But no one wants to be the one... You know, who says, oh, you tell her, no, you tell her, no, you tell her. Hey, mom, we think it's time for you to go to home. My, my mom's not, not there. He's not close to being there. And, and some people will still fight it. And there'll be, there's quarterbacks that will fight it. Like Peyton Manning fought it. His brother fought it. And I'm sure Eli's sitting there going like, my brother could barely play. They basically benched him and said he was hurt middle of the year, brought him back for the playoffs, and he limped his way in. But because of the defense... Because of the running game, mostly the defense and the special teams, he won a Super Bowl. If, if Peyton can do that, why can't I do this? And there is some logic with that, but that's the exception, not the rule. And so it feels like enough people have talked about it where it's starting to kind of resonate. On the other hand, somebody's eventually going to need to tell them. You know? And somebody's eventually going to need to tell them. And I, I feel like he's enough people have nudged him. Enough people have made him aware of it. Plus, there's the organic, hey, we're going to draft a guy in the first round after having benched you previously. And we're going to, you know, make the air apparent. And he's become what Kurt Warner was, holding on, knowing that the number one pick is chomping at the bit to get an opportunity. I have no doubt that part of their infatuation with Daniel Jones is that he wasn't ready. He's not ready right away. And so that does give time for it to happen organically by itself. But at some point in time, mom and dad got to go in a home. They can't go into your house or to your sister's house, or your brother's house, because that just makes everybody resent grandma and grandpa. You know, and it's not their home. At some point, businesses... The new idea, unless you can evolve, like, look, Netflix was one idea and it became a second one, became the world's largest streaming service. And now that they're, they have all this competition, they've created their own shows. And it's over the last, until recently, that st- stock was dumping. They may have to continue to evolve. But at some point, that one idea that hit, it's over. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Tom Verducci joins us. Of course, you can see him on 
MLB TV, and he's part of our coverage of the World Series and the All-Star Game and everything else on Fox, uh, and the ultimate insider and analyst. And he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Kind of amazing what a special game that was last night after the announcements of the afternoon. It was so cool. I mean, it was a cool night in baseball because the Yankees and the Twins played what might be the game of the year. <laughs> the Dodgers-Angels game wasn't. You had Cano going deep three times. You had Trey Turner getting a cycle. But, yeah, freeway series coming down to the last play on a throw, a bullet to home plate by Calhoun. Uh, if you wanted to see the best player in baseball look like the best player in baseball, I mean, Trout gave you just a monster home run, an incredible throw from center field. Yeah, that game was played at a high level, very entertaining. Um, and I'm with you on Dodger Stadium, by the way. I, you know, every time I go there, I fall in love with that place all over again like it was just built. Uh, I think these changes are going to be good, though, Doug. Because if you go to a ballpark now, you see a lot of people walking around during the course of the game. You know, people don't really watch baseball the way they used to with a scorecard in a hand and a pencil. You just sit in your seat for three hours. You know, people like to have uh, their favorite beverage, kind of walk around, even, you know, stand up and watch the game. So I think giving people the opportunity to do that during a game is just that's the way people watch games now. No, I know. And they're going to have a beer garden out there. And this stadium, unlike some others, you can't see the field. From uh, from the concessions, you know the the new style in arenas and stadiums is that where you can see from the concession stands, you can still see the field. You can't do the Dodger Stadium still allowed to do so, but uh, whether it's kind of like look, one of the things the Dodger Stadium is if you come in, in the upper deck, you can't get anywhere else. You know, you pay mm-hmm. money, you pay for the, the 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 box seats or the club seats, you can't get anywhere else. This does kind of blur those lines a, a bit. Um, and then there's the irony, like you've been there enough, and I know covering it, you have to get there super early. But yep. I mean, getting out's fine. Getting in is the it's unbelievable. Like you just can't get into the place, and and it's a hard location wise. It, it's hard. It is interesting. They put all that money, and they still really haven't offered up any sort of cure for the biggest problem, which is getting into the park. Yeah, I'm with you because, you know, I think at Dodger Stadium is underrated as a home field advantage. And I say that because it seats, what, 56,000 people, right? You get there in the playoffs, World Series. I don't know that there's a louder place because there's so many people. Uh, they got a killer sound system, by the way. It's cranked up to like 100. So between the, just the amount of people that are in there, and I think they, they do tend to arrive on time or at least get there a little bit earlier, as yeah. you said, make their way into the ballpark. That postseason, I think Dodger Stadium is a very underrated home field advantage. Okay, so what, what do you think they'll add here? I mean, you got a couple years ago, they chose poorly and couldn't get, they didn't get Justin Verlander, and obviously they're still kicking themselves over it. Um, Kenley Jansen isn't, he's not the same Kenley Jansen of a couple of years ago. Is it back end of the bullpen help? Is that what they had? Yeah, definitely. And I'm with you on Kenley. You know, you know, he's got the heart of a lion, but right now he just doesn't have the same either velocity and or movement on that cut fastball. And he's just way too prone to the home run ball. And everybody is, I get it in today's game, but especially for your closer to be prone to the home run ball. That, that's not good. They need, and not to say he can't close games for them, but they need a strong insurance policy to pitch, if not the ninth inning, to make sure you don't ask Kenley to get more than three outs, which they've done in past Octobers. You know, it reminds me a little bit of the Cubs in 16. You know, the Cubs were a runaway uh, first-place team in the National League Central. Everybody knew they were going to the postseason. Hector Rondon was a good closer, but they realized, you know what? 
to win the last game of the year, we got to do better. We got to upgrade. And, you know, they paid a high price, Glaber Torres. They knew that guy was going to be an all-star. But they went out and got the best closer they could get, Aroldis Chapman. They win the World Series. I think the Dodgers are in a similar position. Obviously, they're going to the postseason. They can do well in the postseason. But I think to really run the table, they need another strikeout arm in the bullpen. Yeah, maybe this for a longer form discussion, but Joe Madden only using three people out of the bullpen when he had the deepest bullpen in the playoffs is still <laughs> stunning. Like they they won in spite of and 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 nearly lost the thing because of his overuse of the bullpen. Okay, so n- now you have to factor in you got to find somebody who's got a bad contract that somebody wants to dump with a team that doesn't feel like they're competitive, and he also has to have the uh, lower intestinal fortitude. To, for for Andrew Friedman and his staff to believe that all those numbers will hold up when there's the high leverage situations in the playoffs, what's the short list of names? Well, it's interesting. I mean, uh, Cleveland is in a position where they're still contending for the division in the wild card, but you can knock out their door to ask for Brad Hand, and I think there's a chance that they may at least talk to you. Uh, not to say he's readily available, but you could win them over. Uh, Kirby Yates with the Padres might be a guy, I think, who's out there, who's had an incredible year with that breaking ball that he has. Um, the biggest get for me is Will Smith. But the Giants have just been so good in these last three, four weeks. Yep. I have a hard time thinking that Farhan Zaidi is going to start selling off pieces. Now, there's a way you could, you know, we tend to break everybody down to the buyers and sellers. You're either trying to win the World Series or you're rebuilding for five years. There's a lot of room in between. And I think there's a deal that Farhan could make where, because they have a really good bullpen, where you could trade Will Smith and, you know, for a dollar fifty on a dollar, get a really good return, and still feel like you can contend for a wild card position. So if I'm Farhan, you know, I'm looking, realistically, you know, you're looking at a wild card. There's no guarantee you even get a home game. And you're rewarded, even if you win that one wild card game, is you're playing best of five against the Dodgers, and you're looking straight at Ryu, Bueller, and Kershaw coming out of the gate. You know, that's realistically, you're not winning the World Series. So I could see them making, putting Will Smith out there and still saying, we're trying to get the wild card. And to me, that would be the biggest get for the Dodgers. And, I, you know, Giants Dodgers trade in July to contending teams, you don't think it's going to happen, but listen, Farhan knows that Dodgers system better than anybody. To me, that's the one big get for the Dodgers. I think in a perfect world, he'd be the best fit. Um, Tom Verducci joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. If we're talking Giants and trade, we are kind of bearing the lead, right? It's Madison Bumgarner, yep. whose fastball is now in the 91-mile-an-hour um, um, area. But as you pointed out, they kind of keep hanging around like a bad cold. And, and I'm with you. Like the idea of, well, now you're not a seller because you're close. Well, if the deal is right, the deal is right for the long-term future. That's, that's smart management. Uh, where do you think they are on moving on from Bumgarner? I think they'll listen. I don't think they're especially motivated um, because it's, it'll be hard for them to get a wild card without Bum. He's throwing the ball really well right now. The velocity is actually... At 92, a tick above that. It's actually the best it's been since 2015. He's starting to use both sides of the plate now. Any scout who's watched Madison throw the last month has to really like what they've seen. He's thrown the ball really, really well. Um, but, you know, again, I think the giant situation here, you're going to have to overwhelm to get Madison Bumgarner. So in a market that has people like Zach Wheeler, Marcus Stroman, 
uh, Mike Miner, Matthew Boyd, these are all the names of starting pitchers that are out there. Uh, there's enough choices out there. I don't see someone overpaying for Madison Bumgarner, so my guess is he's going to stay in San Francisco. I do want to get to that epic Yankees game, but I, just, a, just a note on the Angels who, you know, you, you, you have a big part of their team actually die, pass away. You have all the emotions there. Shohei Otani can't pitch yet, right? And so, and, and they're in this kind of weird year where they're still kind of patching things together and it's Osmus's first year. It's one of the underrated stories in baseball that they're a couple games above 500 and playing well. And they got a couple of bottom, you know, they got the Orioles and Tigers coming in. Like all of a sudden the Angels are kind of in the mix. I, mean, I, I, I understand the Astros are running away and hiding, but they're just kind of, they're, I feel like it's an overlooked story because Trout has been so good, and the idea is no one's going to see Trout because his team's not any good. His team ain't bad. I'm with you. I think this narrative that, oh, Mike Trout, is, he never is going to get in the postseason. Why did he sign an extension? That team's never going to win. I've never bought into that. Look what they put on the field. Trout's the best player in baseball, and Dalton Simmons is the best defender in baseball. Otani... He's an absolute freak, even if he doesn't pitch. I mean, he's got light tower power like few people in the game. Justin Upton, proven run producer. I mean, never good bullpen. I, yeah, they're start shorting pitcher, starting pitching. I get that. But this team is dangerous right now. There's no question about that. And I think they're a really good watch. They're a fun team to watch. So people, I think, have been selling them short. The tragedy of Tyler Skaggs, I mean, it, you know, I haven't been around them enough. I did see them the first weekend after that, and it, it, the emotions were still raw, and I'm sure they still are. Um, but they are a team that is bound together right now. There's no question about that. And they're just riding really good, confident play right now. They're a dangerous team, and I think they will be for a while. Very interesting to see if they step up and get a starting pitcher at the deadline. The the Twins um, are, like, if you, if you polled average American, like, What's the Twins record? You said 61 and 39. Like, no way. No way. And they haven't actually played their best baseball in the, in the last month. And yet, I mean, that was an amazing, the, the playoff-like intensity of that baseball game. The, the one home run that, that, uh, that was hit, was that Cano who hit that ball? Uh, Sano who hit that ball? Cano, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I like, look, I, I, I do believe that the balls have changed, whether you want to say the balls are juiced. But my God, he crushed that baseball. Um, are the are the Twins for real here? Uh, you're right. Last month they've been leaking a little bit of oil, but I mean, this is baseball 2019. They played as well as anybody. That's just get the ball in the air, you know. Um, talking to Gabe Kapler the other day, the Phillies manager, he said during the games they actually will yell from the bench to their hitters, "Get it in the air, get it in the air," because <laughs> the chances the ball going out, even if you don't hit squarely, are pretty good. So we have a game that pivots on home runs, and defending the home run is, as a pitcher is like job number one. And there's no doubt the ball has less drag. It's definitely carrying. I looked at this the other day, 450-foot home runs. We've already had twice as many as we had all last year. Twice as many. I mean, for home runs to go up 100% based on the super length of uh, 450 feet, I mean, that is a bomb. Those are literally becoming – in every night occurrence in baseball, the 450-foot home run. So the Yankees and, and Twins, you know, I think we're going to see this in the postseason as well. I know you see better postseason pitching, Doug, but um, this is the way hitters now are playing the game. It's like basketball teams shooting a million threes. 
everybody's up there trying to hit a three or drive the ball 400 feet off the first tee. That's what baseball is now, and the Yankees and Twins play an exciting game. Uh, that's their offensive M.O. Yeah, it was, it was really, really fun to watch. Noah Syndergaard going to get traded? You know, if I were the Mets, I would definitely think about moving him. I don't know that they're really motivated, um, but uh, I, I think for a guy who throws hard but tries to live on a sinker in a day and age, we just talked about how guys want to lift the ball, it's the wrong way to pitch. The sinker is a dying pitch in the game. and There may be some another team out there that says we can turn this guy into a Garrett Cole, you just junk the sinker and go to four seam upstairs. Um, but if I were the Mets, yeah, I would definitely think about moving him. You know, the Cubs demoted Addison Russell to the minors. Uh, this is a couple of days after Joe Madden said he has to get he has to straighten some things out. Obviously, he's had the off-the-field stuff. Uh, but on the field, he hasn't been the same player. W- what's the level of concern in Chicago that a guy that people thought could be a superstar suddenly is now struggling with all the things that come with potentially being a superstar? It's big because I think the off-field issues that you've referenced have definitely bled into his on-field game. He's just not as focused on the field. Uh, the base running mistakes have been just stuff you'd see in Little League. Everybody makes a mistake once in a while, but he's made a ton of mistakes. He's regressed offensively. He's been missing signs by his own admission. So, yeah, I know he's not the full-time, everyday player he was before, and maybe that's part of it. But this is a big-time regression for a guy who is a major part of them winning in 2016. So I don't know whether going to the minor leagues and playing every day in a lower-pressure atmosphere will get him turned around because the pressure is going to be back on as soon as he gets to the major leagues. But, uh, yeah, he has definitely not progressed. I think even Schwarber, another young player, hasn't progressed the way that these guys, the Cubs, envisioned. Yeah. Um, The Schwarber thing was interesting, obviously, you know, with the the injury and then, you know, when he was – He's playing out there in the outfield, and he looked like <laughs> I, I joke once. He looked like he was wearing the glove on the on the wrong hand at times when he was out there in the outfield trying to trying to pick up some of those balls. Tom Verducci, MLB reporter on Fox Sports. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, three p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick. And hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The arrival at training camp is one which some dudes just show up in their Honda Accord, have their backpack, come out and go to work. Some people do what happened earlier today with Jalen Ramsey with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Ramsey was in the back of a mock kind of Brinks truck, and uh, he had a hype man get out and introduced Jalen Ramsey as the greatest human being on the face of the earth, and... Uh, then Jalen Ramsey opens the back of the Brinks truck and he says it's time to get paid and he goes marching in. There was all of two or three television cameras there, no fanfare, and clearly done for social media and for regular media alike. Jalen Ramsey's in the fourth year of his contract, so it's, it is it is technically time or would be time to give him a new deal And so Jalen Ramsey wants more money, and this is how he announces his presence, kind of with authority. But there's a myriad of reasons to why I don't like it. I mean, first, it's like, dude, just show up to camp. What are you doing? Secondly, you're coming off of a day when Adrian Peterson, who's made $100 million in salary, we now find out he's 
badly in debt. He's taken loans on top of loans, and he's in fi- he's financially destitute in spite of the fact that he was the league's MVP and a comeback player of the year in the exact same year, and he rushed for 1,000 yards last year into his 30s. He should be a success story. Instead, it's a player failing to manage money, and this is just a frivolous, frivolous expense. That, that pales in comparison to this last most important part of the take, which is, like, hey, dude, you want to get paid? Fine. Try not quitting on your football team. Try not calling out your offense and not quitting on your football team. The Jaguars lost 30 to 9 last year in week 9, uh, excuse me, uh, in week 14 to the Tennessee Titans. On several of Derrick Henry's biggest runs, by the time Henry reached Jalen Ramsey in the secondary, he had built up too much speed to be caught. Quote, I mean, I had limited opportunities. They ran the ball. The Brentwood Academy star said they ran the ball down our throat 100% of the game. Personally, I didn't have a lot of opportunities to make game-changing plays. I do what I can do, and that's all I can do. The loss eliminated the Jaguars from the playoffs. But Ramsey said he would continue to play hard for his teammates. Uh, Ask everybody else. Jalen Ramsey is seen as a guy who's a frontrunner. That's it. He's a front runner. If things are going good, he's good. If things are not, he's not. Do you know what front runners are not? They're generally not leaders. And guys that have great leadership skills usually get paid more money. I know it's different when you're shut down corner, but we saw that defense quit several times over last season. And if you want to be the highest paid guy at your position, one, you got to be great. And two, you got to pick other dudes up, not bring everybody else back. The Titans game in question. Do you guys remember that Titans game? The Titans game in question, Derrick Henry had 238 yards rushing. Like that team just quit. They did nothing. In addition to which, this is the same Jalen Ramsey, of course, uh, called out the Buffalo Bills, young starting quarterback in Josh Allen. Now, they played the Bills in Buffalo. Josh Allen gets the start. And while Josh Allen wasn't great, 8 of 19, one touchdown pass, no interceptions, Josh Allen also had 99 yards rushing, and most importantly, they won the football game. Like, I was never a huge fan of Richard Sherman and how much he talked. But I will say this about Richard Sherman. By and large, he talked the talk, but he also walked the walk. I think Jalen Ramsey's very close to being that good, that physical, that talented, but there are times in which he quits on his team when things are going poorly. And then you do the whole, you know, look at me. This whole act. I it just, I'm not, not a fan. I get that it's cornerbacks and cornerbacks and wide receivers. The rules are a little bit different. They're supposed to be a little bit more flamboyant. Guys like Jalen Ramsey, guys like Odell Beckham Jr., just like their predecessors, Deion Sanders, Michael Irvin, trying to get out from behind the mask, out from behind the shield, and become personalities for their second life outside of football. I understand it. But in the reality of asking for money, hey, you just came off a disastrous season where you guys won five games, you ran your quarterback out of town, and you quit on your team. Let's get back to work on tackling, covering, playing together before we talk about backing up the Brinks truck. You know, 
paying, paying Jalen Ramsey right now would be like the Giants paying Odell Beckham Jr. last offseason, which the Giants did and then decided to trade him. You're under no pressure to, to, to like, look, I, you might not like what the Chargers are doing. You may think it's cheap or it's bad business, but the Chargers have Melvin Gordon under contract for $5.5 million. If they do nothing at all, they can franchise tag him next year for 12 or $13 million. They can do it again the following year if they want to. It's not how they want to roll, but they offered him an amount of money, and he chose to turn down and said he was disrespected by what's close to doubling his salary. And they're not forced. The only thing they miss is Melvin Gordon in training camp and potentially in a couple of games. But they can get back some of that money, and they feel like they have three other good running backs. It's hard without a cover corner, especially when he's your your best one. They got A.J. Bouye over on the other side. But you're you're not forced in any way. This this created leverage of if I don't show up, you can't function. Hey, dude, if you don't show up, at least we don't have a guy who white might quit on the team. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.